0: Thanks, Vix, for inviting me to do this for Blue Mum Days. Really exciting opportunity. Congratulations to everyone who's already a parent or recently become one. Amazing, deepest, respects, many blessings on, on your futures. I'm going to focus for a few minutes on something that most parents and new parents do manage to do every day that supports their health and well-being because that's an area that I've focused on for many years. And that's to get outside for a walk. So it doesn't just have to be when you're out walking the pram. It can also be when you've got some time to yourself, perhaps some downtime, even if it's 20 minutes, you can just escape, get out the house and do something for yourself. So the focus really on that is getting a little bit more from that opportunity. Much of this people know already. That's the way I look at it, is that we know this stuff instinctively. If you've been alive, you've been doing all these things anyway. It's just sometimes there's a little bit of extra science that helps to motivate. And so I'm going to share three focal points, three, three kind of techniques. The first one being that as soon as you do step outside, the air outside a building generally is about five times better than the air on the inside of a building. So Really the quality of the air, the vitality, as it were, of the air, for want of a better phrase. If you're in a very polluted area, obviously getting to the park or the green space where the air is clean is quite important to really get that benefit. When you're out, you can do a few things like there's a technique in traditional Qigong and Tai Chi and so on. I think it's called Wu Wei, but it's basically in, in, out. So you're taking two in breaths and then an out breath. So I'll just run through it now. So you'll just be like, so two through the nose and then one out through the mouth, or you can do all through the nose. And what that does is it just basically, as everybody who's ever done Wim Hof knows, it starts to create that extra bit of oxygen intensity in the body. And so there's a lot going on with that. One of the things that's happening when you're in a natural space, when you're in a park or a space with trees is that those trees and plants, they give off these things called phytoncides. Phytoncides are the natural airborne chemicals that trees and plants give off to protect themselves from insects and from disease. But they also have many benefits to humans as well. And it's really the foundation of forest bathing research in Japan. I won't go into all the benefits, but there are multiple benefits. One example would be positive impacts on blood pressure. So there are the fight inside when you're near the trees, if it's been raining or there's any running water or the air is nice and damp as it were, you're getting the benefits of the increased negative ions. Again, outdoors, there are a lot more negative ions than inside a house or a flat. Negative ions, again, I won't go into deep science about it, but it's really the sort of supercharged air. So effectively we're looking at things like the air molecules and the electrons and so on in the air. If you were to go to a typical flat that's been with the windows closed, you would measure say a cubic area, a cubic sort of meter, and you'd find a few hundred negative ions. And these things are good for you. They're really vital or vitalizing. If you were to go to a beach with crashing waves, you would find thousands of negative ions per cubic. So that's one of the reasons where you come back from a walk on a crashing wavy beach and you just feel amazing. That's... Palpable, unmistakable feeling of well-being and exhilaration that you feel—that sort of vitality. So you can get quite a bit of that just from going on a walk after it's rained. You could go during the rain, but any time when you're getting like water and the atmosphere together, that's where you're getting the extra amounts of these negative ions. Yeah, so that's one thing. Just taking deeper breaths, maybe just really focusing on that. But you're charging up when you're outdoors. You're getting the kind of multiple benefits of really vital energized air shall we say number two would be to make that extra little point of focus on nature connection so that might be tuning into one or two or all of your senses as you might be pushing your pram or out for a stroll and just noticing again we do it all the time but noticing branches leaves and birds swooping it could be something simple like the clouds just the movement of the clouds and the shapes that you see, but just that extra connection to nature, creative connection, a sense of timeless connection. One of the reasons that we connect so well with nature is that we've grown up with it throughout our ancestry and our past. So we trust nature. We depend on it basically, but tuning into the senses, it can be the smell. It can be the sound of the breeze and so forth, running water, but just paying that extra little bit of attention. And then a third tip really, again, on getting the most out of a walk would be just this idea or this reality actually that movement is medicine. Movement is one of the most vital things that any human being does for their health and well-being on a daily basis. You could probably list in excess of, 100 of a hundred benefits of a walk. I'll give you three examples. So every cell in your body benefits from movement. So the mitochondria in the cells benefits from movement, a little bit like a sort of dynamo. Every time you go walking, if you're using your feet, obviously on the ground, if you are walking physically, different, obviously, if you're a wheelchair user, but if you are walking on your feet, you're stimulating those reflexology points and actually points in the soles of the feet. So quite a dynamic thing to be happening, but it's not something we often focus on. When we're on a walk, we're just plodding along, but actually all that stimulation and impact to the feet, to the soles of the feet has multiple impacts and benefits that spread through the body. And then the third one just to focus on for a minute would be the synovial fluid, which is the natural lubricant in the joints. It's like a kind of egg yolk and it's there throughout the body in all the joints, but it's released and stimulated and it increases when you move. So when you go for a walk, your hips, your knees, your ankles, your arms and so on, it's starting to increase that and that can help reduce pain. And it's just really described as the body's natural lubricant, which is probably a an easy way to remember that you're getting a benefit from moving rather than being stuck on the sofa, for instance. So yeah, not missing that daily walk is probably the best bit of advice, you know, just the light that you're getting, the natural light, the air and so on. It's really invaluable. I'd probably say it's one of the top things that I would recommend for any anybody, particularly new parents who've got those extra challenges. My one more little bonus tip. This is the one I used to say to everybody years ago, which is the gym ball one of the best ways to help a crying baby you've got your crying baby on your perhaps with your papoose or just holding in your arms if you sit on that gym ball you can basically create a nice bouncing action but you don't get knee pain and exhaustion that you would eventually after doing this for half an hour with a crying baby so you can quite happily do this 10 20 30 minutes or even an hour and you can kind of move and so on but you're supportive. So it's good for you as well as the baby will generally stop crying once you've started to bounce in rhythm. So yeah, that's my sort of extra tip. I think the NHS should give every new parent a gym ball. Thank you so much for having me. I hope some of this might be useful. Best wishes and many blessings.